Hey Seattle hockey fans, Erica Lindsay Ayala coming to you live from the hotel lobby of my uh, hotel here in Beijing, China. 13 hours, or I guess 10 hours if you're in uh, PT time, into the future. Uh, so we are going to talk on this show about my first Maddie Beneers watch and the men's tournament that's getting ready to start. The women's tournament will kick off the quarterfinals in a handful of days. We'll have updates there. And... We'll uh, get you going on, on what's happening in Seattle Kraken hockey. That and more coming up on this episode of Locked on Kraken. You are Locked on Kraken. Your daily podcast on the Seattle Kraken. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We are the Seattle Kraken. Hey, hey, what do you say, Seattle hockey fans? Eric Lindsay Ayala. This is your daily dose of Locked on Kraken, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. And this episode is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And where we're going to start this episode is talking about our dude. Maddie Beneers, I got to see him on the ice the other day. I got to talk to him. It was a quick pass through the, the media scrum. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the conversation, but I was live tweeting the scrimmage between the USA and Canada that uh, was, I guess, Monday here in Beijing, China. I guess that would have been Sunday back home. And uh, it was good to see Maddie on the ice. He was on that second line, although the lines did switch throughout the scrimmage. So we'll see uh, where he is in the, in the roster and, and how things are going there. In the scrimmage, we also saw the USA and Canada practice not only three-on-three -three hockey, but also, um, you know, a, a few other things here and there. And Matty Beneers, we did see him on the ice for three-on-three. -three. And uh, it, I think it's going to be fun. I talked to Matty after quickly. We talked about what it was like getting here to Beijing, much like myself, traveled to China from the West Coast. So he made his way over to Los Angeles and uh, was able to then meet up with the team once they got through their COVID testing and whatnot. Um, Maddie said that it was really good to, to see some new competition other than, you know, just the practice that we've been seeing for USA Hockey. Um, and that, you know, he's really acclimating well to what's happening so far and just trying to stay healthy, stay positive. He's not on social media very much. I asked him if he got to see Jordan Eberle representing the Seattle Kraken at the NHL All-Star Weekend, and he said, you know, saw a few things here and there on social media, but we, for those of us traveling to China, we have been highly recommended just to make sure we're keeping all of our social media and stuff um, or I should say our devices, uh, that we are just keeping them safe. And the athletes from the United States, you'll hear them talk about that a lot. Um, so it was really good to see Maddie. I thought he looked good on the ice. He had some scoring opportunities. The USA did score twice. They scored twice in three on three. So with some open space, this can be an interesting USA hockey team. Uh, Canada did not score. It was just a scrimmage. Uh, so we'll see what happens. Speaking of the USA and Canada, 
we had on the women's side, USA and Canada closed their preliminary round playing each other. Of course, naturally. Why wouldn't they? And it's Canada that ends Group A undefeated. They beat the United States 4-2. to two. So, um, you know, you can take some stock into that game, but maybe not so much in the end result. I think what we really want to focus on is how the teams played. Both teams struggled in the first period. That being said, it was the United States just not being able to find the back of the net. And that had a lot to do with Anne-Renée Debien, who it was the starting goaltender for Hockey Canada. If, if you don't know the story of Anne-Renée Debien, I highly recommend you check it out. I'm going to leave something for you in the show notes because much like a lot of women, ho women hockey players, there was a time where she was ready to retire. There was nowhere for her to go. She wasn't in uh, the good graces or in the favor of Hockey Canada at the time. And it's going to hang up the skates, hang up the pads, found a beer league, uh, you know, just to get back into the swing of things. And now she is standing on her head in getting Canada a 4-2 win. She made 51 saves, 51 saves, including an absolute robbery of Abby Murphy in the first period. Now, Canada was letting up a lot of shots, and they were able to eventually, in the second period, push the United States out and not give them so much time in their offensive zone. So they switched up some things, some tactics, some lines defensively, and were able to really push out. Another thing about Canada is that they did really well on the penalty kill, or as they like to call it, the power kill. They love being on the power kill. I've been talking to Sarah Nurse throughout the tournament about that. Sarah Nurse, this is her second Olympics. Um, and, uh, you know, she she's already got four goals in the tournament. Um, and um, it's interesting just to hear Sarah Nurse talk about the work that this team, this Canada team put in since losing gold medal at the last Olympics in 2018 didn't have the tournament that they wanted and were determined to get better did some soul searching and quite honestly since 2018 I think we're seeing a faster a freer and a more fun hockey Canada team so whatever work that they've been doing I think it's been paying off and it paid dividends in this game that was, for me, earlier today uh, against the United States. Canada, not their best game. Head coach Troy Ryan will tell you that. What I liked is that they stayed the course. They weathered the course. Whereas the United States had to do some similar soul-searching, but they did it in 2021 after losing world championships. You might remember right here on Locked on Kraken that I talked about. Joel Johnson, like... Uh, it, you can't see because I'm wearing the mask, uh, but my jaw dropped when head coach Joel Johnson said that he didn't put a lot of stock into special teams going into an international tournament. That's what he said in the middle of World Championships. We talked about it here on Locked on Kraken. Then at the end of World Championships, and I'll leave a link where you can listen to his comments, um, he kind of changed his tune. And he, he took 100% responsibility for his team not being uh, prepared to be and take advantage of special teams, particularly 
the power play. So go listen to that if you want to. So of course, I've been asking Joel Johnson about the power play. I know I asked him when the roster was announced. I asked him when we got here to Beijing, China. And um, someone else in the scrum asked him about the power play again because the United States had six opportunities on the power play. It was Alex Carpenter, a fantastic, oh, chef's kiss pass from Amanda Kessel to Alex Carpenter on a breakaway. And that's how the United States got one of their goals. It was on a power play. So good on them. <laughs> you know, Seattle fans, do we know we do we know a thing or two about, you know, griping over the power play? I think so. I think we do. I think we do. So, you know, uh, <laughs> we're, I'm here covering another team struggling on the power play. I asked Joel, or excuse me, Joel Johnson was asked about the power play. He said uh, he was pretty pleased with a one for five on the power play. That's what he said. I got the quotes, folks. I should have a story coming up for Bleacher Report. It might be up by the time this goes out. But um, I don't think it's great. Uh, it's not the worst power play in, in the uh, in the tournament, but it's not great for the United States. And when you're out shooting your opponent, um, you know, by 20 shots or so, they, the, the uh, USA team put up 16 or more shots in every single period of the game against Canada. And Canada only needed four shots, four shots to get their first goal. It took 16 plus for the United States to get their first goal and get behind, uh, get past and Rene Debien. So that's something I'll be watching. But again, the men's tournament and Maddie Beniers is going to get started. Coming up next, I'm going to talk a little bit more about the men's tournament and what to expect for the quarterfinals, uh, excuse me, for the men's tournament that's starting off and then also for the quarterfinals for the women. And then, of course, we've got some Seattle Kraken hockey to talk about. Jordan Eberle was at the All-Star Weekend. Seems like he had a great time. And uh, Kraken Hockey is back in action. So we're going to talk about all of that coming up on Lockdown Kraken. Got beard? Get primal. Yeah, you heard me. Got beard? Get primal. If you or someone you care about has a beard, it needs to get primal. Maybe you're that person who has never considered the benefits of treating your beard with products. Well, primal Origin Oils will stop the itch and make your beard look healthy and groomed. Products are free from harmful synthetic ingredients and have a low impact on our planet. Primal Origin Oils makes balms, oils, and whipped butter that are renowned as best feel in beard products available. All products are also fair trade certified and handcrafted in the United States of America. Combo kits make for a great holiday gift, a birthday gift for someone else, or you just gift it to yourself and you'll be glad that you did so. I can tell you what, I've never had to groom a beard, but I am very thankful for the people that I know who have taken good care of their beard. We know every company claims that they have the best, but Primal Origin Oils challenges you to compare their ingredients and the feel in beard to other products that you've used. They promise you will see and feel the difference. So you can use the code LOCKED ON and that will get you 20% off at primaloriginoils.com. Once again, when you use promo code Locked On at checkout, you will receive 20% off your order at PrimalOriginOils.com. Hey, Kraken hockey fans. Welcome back to Locked On Kraken. I'm your host, Erica Lindsay Ayala. And if you're having a good time, I just did a little Olympic recap. But for more in-depth 
uh, including a fantastic episode where my good man, Jay Foster, gets into goaltending at the Olympics. Head over to Locked On's special Olympic Hockey Daily Show. You've got the amazing Ann Kimmel, the amazing Rachel Donner that are holding it down with Olympic coverage. And yours truly makes a little cameo to give you an inside edge of what's happening right here in Beijing, China. So it's free and available wherever you listen to podcasts, just like everything on the Locked On Podcast Network. Okay, so let's get back to Olympic hockey. Let's first talk about the women. We have the quarterfinal field set. The United States will take on Szczesnia, or the Czech Republic, as uh, the United States is the second team in Group A, and Szczesnia is the second team in Group B. Um, so that's going to be a good matchup. We're going to see Canada, who's the top team, the only undefeated team. They're going to take on Sweden. Finland and Japan is going to be a really good matchup. I'm excited to see that one. And then we have the Olympic uh, or the Russian Olympic athletes that will take on Switzerland. Unfortunately, China, they were in the driver's seat uh, right before their fourth and final preliminary game. They dropped that game, though, and were unable to advance. I will say, though, that China, it's not their first rodeo in the women's Olympic tournament, but their first in a very long time, and they invested a lot of money into their team, into women's hockey overall. I've been talking a lot about that. A little bit disappointed I was not to see them advance, as I'm sure the, the country is as well. But you got to give stick taps to what they were able to do. Similar situation with Denmark. They did not advance. Denmark was one of the teams, along with Szczesnia, that got in because of the expanded field of 10. So we don't know exactly yet when these games are going to be. We do know that there will be a game on February 10th. That's uh, 11, 10 p.m. Eastern time. We'll have two games on Friday, one at 8 a.m., another at 11 p.m. And then we'll also have a game Saturday, February 12th at 3.40 a.m. All of those are Eastern Standard Time. So it'll be 13 hours ahead <laughs> for me. I'll make sure to keep you updated. And if you're not already, make sure you're following Locked on Kraken on social media. And you can follow me as well because I will be tweeting about the Olympics. Okay. Now let's talk about the men's tournament, Matty Beneers. He's competed for the United States before. Um, we've seen him at the international stage, although the last time it got a, uh, it was uh, an abrupt exit for, well, everyone because of COVID. So we're hoping that everything goes off without a hitch. We have seen on the women's tournament that Canada and ROC actually played in masks because they were waiting on um, COVID results that had not been submitted by the time the puck dropped. We have seen athletes test positive. Um, we've seen athletes have to withdraw. So hoping that's not the case for the hockey tournaments, men's or women's. All right. We're at least here in Beijing, China, I guess. Well, everywhere. We're 16 hours. We're just over 16 hours away from the puck dropping on the men's tournament. And this is the one that we have circled. The United States draw in their first game, none other than the host country, China. And Canada will play Germany later that day. Then uh, we get going again where teams will start to have their, their second go-round um, starting on February 11th. Uh, and that's where we got to see um, how the draw is 
for the United States uh, on the women's side, because hopefully we won't have any crossover uh, for the men's and women's tournament. And why is that important? Well, for one, the men's team was actually at the women's game. And I'm sure that the women are going to support the men as well. But if the games overlap or if the practice schedules overlap, then it's hard for them to support one another. And I can tell you in this closed loop, it's really hard to get to some other games or other events outside of the ones that you're committed to covering or that you're competing in. So I think it would be great if we can see um, the two teams continue to support each other. So after the United States takes on China in their opening game, oh, they draw Canada in their second game. I talked about them hitting the ice together uh, in a scrimmage of sorts, just getting a feel for the ice, for each other, running through their lines and their deep pairs, everything like that. After, after uh, the United States takes on Canada, that's on February 12th, they will then take on the next day Germany. And then we will start getting into uh, the seeding for the men's team and figure out where the United States goes from there. All right, folks. So that's your Olympic update here on Locked on Kraken. But remember, there's an Olympic show on the Locked on NHL Network that you should definitely check out. Coming up next, I'm going to take you back to our team, the Seattle Kraken. Uh, All-star break is over. Everly did a great job representing. We're so proud of him. Uh, also, the Seattle Kraken, you know, had their own little fun during All-star break. But we're getting back into action, baby. No NHLers at the Olympics means we're back to the regularly scheduled program. And we'll talk about that coming up next. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, more odds, and lines than ever before as football continues right on to the Super Bowl. And if you haven't followed, Locked On has some folks on Radio Row. So go check that out. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. We've got, of course, the NHL, college troops, NBA, boxing, along with live real-time updates of current games. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new and amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet online where the game starts. We're going to wrap up by talking about your absolute favorite NHL team, of course, the Seattle Kraken. Now, uh, there is a practice today for the Seattle Kraken coming up soon here. Uh, and then they will have morning skate on Wednesday, February 9th before they host the Arizona Coyotes. So you know what that means. We're going to have a game day coming up this week. And so we'll do a proper preview there. Um, there will be Thursday practice. And then on Friday, uh, the Seattle Kraken will travel to California as they take on the Anaheim Ducks. And I mentioned that the Seattle Kraken had a few fun things planned. They have the 2022 Super Skills Showcase. That's happening February 12th. It's 10 bucks. All proceeds are going to the One Roof Foundation, which of course is the community foundation of the Seattle Kraken. I've talked about One Roof before. I love the concept. So, uh, you know, this is going to be a Super, kill, super Skills Showcase hosted at Climate Pledge Arena. 
And so if you haven't gotten your tickets already, uh, tickets were, went on sale January 31st. Um, but uh, let me know. Hit me up on social. Are you going to the showcase? What's going on there? I think it's pretty cool. We saw the Metropolitan Riveters and the PHF do something a little bit similar. Um, and so here's how it's going to work. Um, the competition is inspired by the NHL All-Star Game. And the Seattle Kraken players will be put to the test against one another. And uh, a few fans also will have the opportunity to in, uh, compete in you know, feats of speed, endurance, accuracy, technique, and, of course, tricks. So you'll have your hardest shot competition, your shooting accuracy, accuracy trick play, there will be an obstacle course, and more. Uh, and so, of course, it's the, the trifecta of hosts. You've got John Forsland, JT Brown, and our uh, guest for episode 100, the one, the only, Everett Fitzhugh. I think it's going to be a great time. I'm bummed. I'll, I'll have to be watching from afar. Uh, but I think it's great that the Seattle Kraken not only are putting this showcase on so that we can see that we have amazing skill and talent on the Seattle. I mean, like we know that, like we know that, like we want to see it. It's putting this showcase on and it's even better that the proceeds for this will go to the One Roof Foundation. So let me know. Hit me up in uh, the comments on YouTube uh, or if you are listening to audio only. Make sure you hit me up at Locked on Kraken. Are you headed to the showcase? What's your thoughts? I, I said I love it, but you don't have to agree with me. Like, what do I know? I mean, I know what I know, but, you know, what do you know? <laughs> Let me know if you're uh, thinking about going to the showcase. Uh, and who do you think will have some of, uh, who do you think will have uh, the best odds for bragging rights when it comes to some of the events? Um, we're going to keep an eye on what's going down. We know that the broadcast crew is going to keep you well-informed. There's going to be contests. There's going to be giveaways. There's going to be special celebrity guests. Are we going to get the announcement that Sue Bird has officially re-signed with the Seattle Storm at the Seattle Kraken Showcase? Am I just projecting my thoughts and feels about WNBA free agency? Very possible, but I mean, she's expected to do a documentary, so why not just announce it at the showcase? I think that'd be a boss move. We'll see what happens. All right, folks, that's going to do it for me. It is, well, already tomorrow here in Beijing, China, uh, so it is February 9th for me, so uh, we'll have another show coming up for you. We are so close to Maddie Beniers in USA hitting the ice. And they got some, some big skates to fill as the United States women's team is doing their thing and still on track to get to the gold medal game where they will defend their 2018 gold, the first one since the first ever women's hockey Olympic tournament. So we'll see what happens. But you best believe that I'll have it for you right here. But we're going to have a game day. We're going to have not one, but two game day shows this week coming up. So, hold fast. Stay true. Let's go Kraken. Let's go USA. Bye.